This podcast may contain adult language and situations, graphic, gory details, and other not-so-nice things. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Lacey. And I'm Ashley. And this is United States of Murder. The Patreon! The Patreon episode for March. Where we tell you just bullshit. Yeah. We're here, <laughs> We're here to give you all the things you yes. didn't know you needed. Yep. Like an update. Tell me about it. Dun, dun, dun. So do you remember uh, the Sherry, I think it's Papini? Nope. Probably. Yes, you will when I start okay. telling you. So she is a California woman whose 2016 disappearance became a national news story when she claimed she was out running on the morning of November 12, 2016 when she was abducted by two Hispanic women who beat her, starved her, branded her, and tortured her mm. in a basement where she was kept chained for 22 days. Oh, my gosh. She allegedly escaped her captors and was found just a few miles from her home on Thanksgiving Day. When she returned, she refused to speak to the police at first, said she just wanted her husband. Yeah. Three months after she returned, she finally agreed to speak to the FBI she said that she was forced to wear a hood covering her face, so she wasn't really able to give any further descriptions of the women. What was their... She didn't know them? No. What was the motive then? She said that they talked a lot about selling her to a cop. Oh, Like gosh. human trafficking. Yeah. Okay. Wow. She reiterated her claims that she was kidnapped and left on the side of the road. Mm. She was interviewed a second time by the FBI on August... She was interviewed a second time by the FBI in August of 2020, and she repeated the same story. Mm -hmm. But at this interview, the FBI had already questioned Sherry's ex-boyfriend, who had told them the missing mom had been with him the whole fucking time. Yes. The whole time she was held captive? She was not held captive. Oh. She was with the (sighs) ex-boyfriend. 600 miles away in Southern California. Why? So his name is James Rise, R-E-Y-E-S. He worked at an athletic store and thought he was helping her escape an abusive relationship. He picked her up in a rental car Mm -hmm. after the two exchanged flirty texts for a few weeks. He said she contacted him out of the blue and he believed he was helping her get away. Like she told him that her husband beat her and raped her and all this other shit. And so can you pick me up to help her? And so he was like, yes, of course. And I mean like ex-boyfriend, like they dated like they were 15. Yeah. Like it was a hundred years ago. Yeah. So he uh, rented a car and picked her up. And uh, she lay in the back seat. He drove seven hours south to Costa Mesa. Oh, she would eat very little during her stay there in order to look emaciated upon her return back home. Yeah. They spent three weeks hiding out in his apartment and fabricating her injuries, including branding herself on the shoulder. <sighs> then he dropped her off on the side of the road few miles from her house so there was no kidnapping no hispanic women no torture what in the world sherry adamantly denied it so i mean basically this was a gone girl situation you remember that movie yeah oh this is exactly what it is she was hiding at his house the whole time and there was a nationwide manhunt for this girl what was her reasoning for doing this 
Do we know? No. She still swears she's kidnapped. And when they confronted her with the, we know your boyfriend was involved, your ex-boyfriend was involved, she was like, so he knew those women? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. She also chopped off her hair in order to make it look more believable before she returned to her husband and her two children. She had children? Two children. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Like, her husband is going on national TV begging for his wife to be returned. These children need their mother. I need my wife. And she's fucking her ex-boyfriend in Costa Mesa, California in some shitty apartment. Yes. So, I mean, investigators said that phone records and DNA evidence... DNA evidence they found in her panties traced it back to her ex-boyfriend. Okay. So when she returned, of course, she went to the cop, you know, she went to the hospital so they could check her out. Well, they took her clothes for evidence, big dummy, and they run up, you know, whatever on yeah. her panties and all her other things for DNA. They did find DNA, ran it through CODIS. It did not match. So then they cross-referenced it with all these 23andMe things that you love so much. And somebody distant in his family Mm -hmm. had uploaded her DNA. Boom. It matched. So that's how he tracked him down. And then whenever, you know, they did the familial test, they found out that it was him. So her husband was in the room when they kind of were starting to ask her about this stuff. At the questioning? Did he know yet that this? No. Okay. So she's like, she's not saying anything at all. Sure. Yeah. So one of the cops is like, come, come with me. You, you know, why don't you take a walk with me? So he takes him out. Mm. And then the other guy's like, okay, he's gone. What the fuck? And she's like, I mean, I was talking to other guys. And they were like, on your cell phone? She's like, no, my work phone. You know, mm-hmm. I was, you know, working out of town, da, 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 da. So she was arrested and is charged with making false statements to federal agents for the two interviews with the FBI and mail fraud, mail fraud, which totals $30,000 that she received from California's Victims Compensation Board after she went missing. She received reimbursement for therapy sessions, medical appointments, and she even put blinds in her home. GoFundMe also raised almost $50,000 $50,000 that she used to pay off her credit card bills. Mm. So she was yeah. in jail in Sacramento sure. County. Her family's staying by her side saying, of course, she was kidnapped. They're appalled that the police are accusing her of fabricating this. That Rees guy mm-hmm. said, you know, he never came forward because he thought if he'd done anything wrong, the cops would contact him. And right. obviously eventually did. So as of Tuesday... This, of this okay. week, wow, she has been released from custody after a judge determined she wasn't a threat to the community. As a condition of her release, she has to have psychiatric treatment and turn over her passport. Mm. Her family posted a $120,000 bond. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's crazy. Like, people were affected by this. Yeah. Like, they... Women were scared to, like... Oh, I'm sure. Run and... Probably thought someone was going to grab them. And human trafficking? Come on. She That's just, not something to joke about or to, you know, she falsely let, accuse. She let everybody Ugh. on thinking this. So Her mother said that 
when she was a teenager that she had called the police and um, said that she had abused her. <gasps> like she beat herself up and then called the police and said her mother had done it because oh my God. she's basically an attention whore. That is crazy. Yeah. 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 Yikes. So she's due back in court on March the 25th for a preliminary hearing. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Good Lord. If she doesn't run away again. I mean, that's... At least they took her passport. Well, so. yeah, but she didn't leave the United States the last time. Yeah, and she evaded true. police for three weeks. She's going to find some other ex... She's going to find an ex-boyfriend from elementary school. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. So that's, that's my update. Wow. Boom. I don't we know just ripped how the you find these I things. know. Because I'm... Every time, I'm just... Phew. Wow. That's I, a wild I, I love a good, crazy update. Mm-hmm. So, in the spirit of St. Paddy's Day coming up, I'm going to tell you about a case from Ireland. And believe it or not, I'm a wee bit Irish. Shocking with your blonde hair. <laughs> That's where my tan comes from, you know? <laughs> so, we had a listener named Carly who actually suggested this case. I wasn't really familiar with it. Some other podcasts have covered it, but I haven't listened to it. So, I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. It takes place in Dublin, which is the capital and largest city in Ireland. So I'm going to tell you about two sisters named Linda and Charlotte Mulhall, also known as the Scissor Sisters. Ew. <laughs> no. It'll make sense later, I swear. Okay. I'm going to give you some family history first. Love it. Mm-hmm. The Mulhall family was from Kilclare Gardens, which is a working class area south of Dublin. Their parents, John and Kathleen, raised a family of three boys and three girls before splitting up. They split up because John allegedly abused Kathleen, so their dad abused their mother. Mm -hmm. After their marriage ended, Kathleen began dating Farah Swale Noor in 2002. I love all these big names. (laughs) I know. If I'm saying these wrong, look, I've never been to Ireland. So Farah ended up moving into the family home. This was a man. The name is Ferris, so it could be confusing. But gotcha. Yeah. He moved into the family home. John moved out and took some of the children with him. So so they were older children. Okay. Like late teens, 20s, So they probably 30s, were like, I want to go. Yeah. So it wasn't like no little kids, but he took some. Some stayed with her. So long story short, they the family all moved around but ended up back in Dublin. Kathleen had left her husband, you know, because he allegedly abused her. But Farah also subjected Kathleen to regular beatings. Farah immigrated to Ireland in December of 1996. He claimed to be Somalian and said that his family had been killed during the Somali Civil War. So that's what he said, but a background check revealed that he was actually Kenyan and he had a wife and kids, two kids, that were all alive. Oh, my God. Yeah, what a thing to lie about, that your family was killed in a war. So he just, you know, left them or whatever. But he had a nasty rap sheet. He had four previous convictions for intoxication, threatening, and abusive behavior, and assault. This is really bad, and it's disgusting. Sorry to even say it. Good Lord, Lacey. But in 1997, he raped a mentally disabled 16-year-old Chinese girl. She got pregnant because of this, I know, and gave birth to a son. Two other women also had children by him, both products of being raped by him. So at least he's had three children, product of a rape, which is just 
I, uh, horrible, horrible, horrible. So, mm-hmm. so the claims that he was abusive to Kathleen are probably true. In total, Vera had faced eight charges of disorderly behavior and assault, and one involved sexual assault with a knife. Even though he was convicted on three occasions, he never served any jail time. Why? I don't know. The sisters, Linda, so Linda was 30. Charlotte was 21 in 2005. They both had a history of alcohol abuse, and Linda was addicted to heroin. So I read that Linda was known to knock back up to three bottles of vodka in one day. So three, which, bottles three bottles of vodka? Yeah, I, I thought you drank a lot. No, oh my god! <laughs> I'm that I I you'd have to have a high tolerance to not die from that. I uh, would think. Yeah, I would. Yeah. She was unemployed and had four children from a former relationship, but her only criminal record was a 1993 conviction of larceny. So one of her exes, her most recent ex, abused her and her children. Yeah. So the children were taken into care by social services. So at this point in the story, she did not have all of the kids in her care, but she did have one son. The younger sister, Charlotte, had been convicted of several small crimes like criminal damage and public order offenses. She also worked some as a sex worker. On the day of March 20th, 2005, Farrah Noor spent the day drinking with Kathleen and the two sisters. Farrah bought a bottle of vodka, and he was on like a three-day bender at this point. Yeah. And Kathleen drank some soda as they walked around the River Liffey boardwalk. And this is in the morning at this point. Just drinking vodka around the river. But Charlotte, the twenty-three or the twenty-one-year-old, and her mom decided to take some ecstasy that morning. <laughs> yep, no, yep. and they all decided to go back home after this. Linda met up with them, and they all took more ecstasy. Now it's a fucking party. <laughs> Who wakes up and takes ecstasy? I do not know. I don't know. I guess when when you don't work and you're on benders, time is irrelevant. Oh I my don't know. God. So Kathleen crushed up some and put it in Farrah's drink. (laughs) You're like, what? Oh, my God. I don't know if he knew or not, but she said she wanted him to be on the same buzz. So Kathleen and the sisters approximately had three doses of ecstasy each throughout the day, plus they've been drinking vodka. Nobody's, Nobody's at work. No, 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 no. So they went back home. They're all high. Hi's a kite while they were all sitting together on a love seat, like a, a small love seat, not a couch. Well, yeah. they're, they just took ecstasy. I know, I know. So, Farrah and Kathleen and the two sisters, well, yeah, they were all sitting together on the love seat, and Farrah started touching Linda sexually. Gross. He whispered in her ear, We are two creatures of the night. Ugh. Then he wrapped his arms around her. She wasn't into this. Even though she was high, she's like, ew. Yeah, it was like, they're worse than enough drugs. Like even, even, though, even though she was high, she was still like, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Exactly. Didn't know. He started telling her how much she looked like her mammy. Talk about creepy, though. Ugh. Yeah. If disgusting. I was, if some dude was touching me and was saying, oh my God, you look like your mom. No. So, yeah. And she's probably, I don't know, a seat or two away from him on the same love seat. Well, so Linda's trying to break free from him, from him, and Kathleen, the mom, saw this, started screaming at him, and then a fight ensued. 
At this point, Kathleen allegedly said to the girls, just kill him for me. And they listened to their mammy. That escalated quickly. Yeah. Charlotte grabbed a knife, like a kitchen knife, slit Farrah's throat with it. Mm -hmm. This made him instantly fall to the floor, but this was the beginning. Linda found a hammer and hit him on the head numerous times. So Kathleen was right there watching the whole thing. She didn't participate at all. Like, she didn't physically participate. The sisters stabbed him approximately 27 times. They dragged Farrah's body to the bathroom and decided to start dismembering him. Mm -mm. They were just using a kitchen knife and hammer for this. How? Exactly. So I'm just the hammer over and they were severing his head, his limbs, and they severed his penis. They cut his penis off? Kitchen knife and a hammer is all they were using. And reports said this would have taken them hours. It's not like it's a saw. It's a little kitchen knife and a hammer. How does a kitchen knife cut through a femur or a kneecap? I'm just asking. I I don't know. Maybe that's, I hate to be gross, but maybe that's why they were using the hammer for the bones. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So they put the different body parts into trash bags, but they put his head in a sports bag. They decided to dump these bags into the canal. I swear, people in canals in my stories. So this would have taken them multiple trips to the canal, going back and forth. They didn't want to put his head in the canal because they thought the police would identify him too quickly. So they took it with them on a bus. His head? Yep, in a, in a sports bag on a bus. It's just like they just have a Nike yes. backpack. Yep, with a head in it. Could you... Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they're high as fuck on ecstasy. Yeah, they still are. So they tried to, they were on the bus, they're like, what do we do? Where do we dispose this? So they found a secluded, they, they stopped and found a secluded spot in a park and buried it. Then they threw away the weapons and headed back home. And for some reason, a few days later, Linda went back to the same park and dug up the head. She put it in her son's backpack, (gasps) took it to another field, and smashed it and buried it again. I guess she didn't think it was too messed up the first time. Maybe they could recognize it. I don't know. So not long after his murder, a poor innocent passerby saw a leg and a foot in the canal and called the police. Well, here's the thing. Turns out other people saw the same thing, but they thought it was a mannequin. Well, I mean, to be fair. There was a sock on the foot. Like the, yeah. Not a sock. No, but it's like it was covering up the, you know, the grotesque parts of it, the decay and stuff. So it looked, it didn't look as bad. Exposed toe bone. Yeah. So they didn't know who he was. So they asked the public if they recognized his shirt, the body they found in the canal. Believe it or not, a man called in and he said, I think this is my friend Farah. Well, I don't know if it's his friend. I, I think it's Farah. He was right. And his head and penis were never found. The sisters were arrested, but claimed they had no idea what happened to Farah. Until a few weeks later, Linda went forward to police and admitted everything. They searched the flat, which was the scene of the crime, and found many large blood stains throughout the home. The blood, of course, matched Farah's DNA. And while Linda was busy with her confession, her mom, Kathleen, fled to England and they could not find her. Of course she did. Yep. So after the girls were charged with murder, 
Their father, John, hanged himself in Phoenix Park in December of 2005. So investigators weren't really clear on why he did this because they didn't think he was involved in the murder or the cover-up, so seemingly unrelated. But in October 2006, Charlotte was found guilty and was sentenced to life in prison. Linda, on the other hand, was found guilty of manslaughter. So her defense contended that she was provoked in the attack because Farrah was sexually assaulting her. So Linda was given a 15-year sentence, and both were denied an appeal. So the older sister, 15 years, the younger sister, life. And remember, Linda was addicted to heroin. So she tried to hold up the trial by refusing to take the methadone she was being given to wean her from the heroin. It caused a big ruckus. And she was taking so much that she couldn't just quit cold turkey. So she needed the methadone. Justice Paul Carney, who oversaw the trial, said during the sentencing that their crime was, quote, the most grotesque killing that has ever occurred in his professional lifetime. Finally, in February 2008, so years later, Kathleen voluntarily returned to Ireland to face her own charges. She was charged with two counts of giving false information, withholding information that would have assisted in the prosecution of her daughters. She was further charged with impeding an arrest, and she eventually pleaded guilty to a reduced charge of helping to clean up the crime scene to conceal evidence and was sentenced to five years in prison in May 2009. So in 2008, Charlotte got into some prison drama. Photos surfaced of her holding a knife to another male prisoner. Just like, I think he had something like a cake in his lap. They were smiling and she just had a big old like butcher knife by his neck. Oh she, my God. Yeah, she said it was a joke and it didn't look like she was trying to hurt him. But still, it's like she's murdered someone and she has a knife in prison by prisoners. But this resulted in the security of Irish prisons being increased and Charlotte being moved to Limerick Prison. I was surprised that female and male inmates coexisted in the first place. That, yeah. I'm assuming. I don't know for sure the details on that. But in April 2009, Linda told fellow inmates that she had smashed Farrah's head into bits and deposited the pieces in rubbish bins throughout Phoenix Park, which is where her father hanged himself. So it's just, I know, I know. It's just a lot of, ugh. Her poor children, the children in this, ugh. Their whole family's just been ruined. So no one knows if it's true or not, but it's definitely a possibility that that's what she did to his head. She was released from prison in 2018. Her time served with credit for good behavior. So she's been out for a few years now. I got most of my info from a great Medium article by A.W. Naves. And, yeah, this case was was grotesque, to say the least. That's disgusting. Yeah. Why does everybody want to chop people up? I know. I'm, I don't understand I would, it. I don't ever condone murder. Obviously, like, self-defense is one thing, but they stabbed him and then take him to the bathroom and... Spend three hours chopping them into pieces? I mean, I love you, Lacey, but I'm not going to commit to that much work to help you get rid of a body. I'm sorry. For your mother, and she... Oh, for sure not my mom. (laughs) I'm doing shit for her. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> just like, what in the world? This case was wild. So, I mean, I don't think you have any friends that would help you. We can't even get our friends to meet us at a bar. <laughs> exactly. They'd be like, oh, no. That's too far. Uh, I'm just going to do the same old. But for real, I'm like, this is just... So, thanks for the suggestion. If y'all have any other... No, that was really good. Suggestions, let us know. Because even though a few podcasts have covered this, I, I've never heard about it. So, yeah, the Scissor Sisters. And I'll have to post a picture not of them. Not the band. Not the band. Not, no, not the band. Not the nickname. Not the, the other thing. <laughs> for the other uh, No, 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 no. But... But the thing is, too, they're called the Scissor Sisters, but it was really like the knife, was a knife and, and hammer, hammer sisters, but whatever alliteration. But yeah, well, that was kind of messed up. It was. So how do we move on from that? I have, I have an idea. What? So you, we went to Charlie's, you know, on Monday and played mm-hmm. trivia. trivia, true crime, true crime trivia. trivia, which is our, you know, Charlie's is our mm-hmm. uh, our new favorite watering hole. Yes. And it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. So in the spirit of that, I thought I would quiz you. Oh, gosh. I'll give you three questions. Three. I'm going to get them all freaking wrong. Probably. I've already if proven. You, I know nothing. But if you get them right, I will let you have my ticket to Thunder from Down Under no. in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> you really must not believe in Just me. Just kidding. Okay. I was like, you but, can- but I will buy you a drink next time we're at Charlie's. Okay. Sounds good. In case you're ready. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, s- I'll start with an easy one. Be easy. Put your phone on the table. I, I don't want to see you on your God. phone. <laughs> it's Look, it's face Turn it down. over. No one, if you're ever playing trivia with Ashley, do not have a phone. Don't fucking cheat. You, uh, you'll there, no. be hell to pay. Yes. Oh, God. So I'll start with the easy one, and I'll work my way up. Are you ready? (laughs) Yep. Shake it out. Number one, what symbol did Richard Ramirez, a.k.a. the Night Stalker, use? What symbol did he use? A symbol? Like... Ten seconds. Gosh, I remember, was it some kind of rock thing? Am I wrong? (sighs) Oh. It's a pentagram. Oh, duh. Yeah. Did he put that like in his mouth or something at one point? Never mind. No. Well, frick. I already lost those thunder from down under. Number number two. Mm. This is a little harder. Did you know the pentagram thing? Yeah. Of course I did. Swear. Number two. This serial killer preferred college-age women with brown hair parted down the middle. A lot of them, right? Brown hair parted down parted the middle. Parted down the college age. College women. age. Because Ted Bundy liked brown hair. Okay, Ted Bundy. Ted yeah. Bundy, yay! Yeah. Last one. Number three. This one's hard. Well, then. This one's hard. You go, This is the tiebreaker. Oh, okay. You got one and you lost one. Okay. People who believe that Lizzie Borden is innocent believe her claim that she spilled this on her dress, and that is why she burned it. I should know this. I should know this. Because I actually have questions about the Lizzie Borden case, honestly. I don't, I'm not saying she's innocent, but okay, what did she spill? 15 seconds. Hold on, hold on. Okay, um, hint, was it a beverage? No, and there's no hints, cheater, cheater. Ten seconds. Hold on. Ink. Paint. Paint. Sort of like Lacey will never be my phone a friend. Just so you know. 
That was fun. Did you did not know that one? Yes, I did. Oh my god! I'm okay. I made these questions up. I'm doing okay. I'm doing I'm a bonus do trivia next. I'm time. doing a bonus question. <sighs> okay. This is a way to redeem myself. To redeem okay. yourself. Yeah, Are you ready? No, because I suck at this. I think you you're not good under pressure. I need no. I need geography questions. <laughs> I'm good at geography. Not murder. This is no. our job. Bonus question. Ready? What does M.O. stand for? Modus, modus operandi. And what does that mean? The Latin version, mode of operation. Yay! You got it! So you you had two and two. Okay. I'll take it. You know, that's a good one. That's a good one. You need to email these over to Charlie's because these are some good questions. I have three pages. Who do you work for? You have three pages? Of questions. You need it. Or we just keep them to ourselves. We're keeping them to ourselves. We're not giving away all of our stuff. They're not patrons. They don't know what they we're saying over here. They don't know. Exactly. Those are good questions. I also have a few useless St. Patrick's Day facts just for funsies. Oh, okay. Ready? Yep. It is believed that St. Patrick got rid of all the snakes in Ireland. There are no snakes in Ireland. That's like his claim to fame. No. Yes. Yes. What? Yep. And did you know that St. Patrick's official color is actually orange? Blue. Oh, shit. No, I didn't. Sky blue to be exact. Kelly green wasn't used until the late 18th century. So it's so let's wear sky blue and act like we're better than everyone else on St. Patrick's. <laughs> just kidding. Bitch, we already act like that. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Just kidding. How many people do you think Googled just now listening, are there snakes in Ireland? I, you would if I let you touch your phone. Yeah, my phone's still down. <laughs> I have one more. Okay. St. Patrick's Day was originally a dry holiday and all the bars closed for it until the 1970s. What? Because it's considered a religious Saint. occasion. So they shut all the bars down and didn't sell alcohol until the 70s. What? Yes. And did you know that last year, just last year, Americans spent over $6 billion celebrating St. Patrick's Day. $6 billion? $6 billion. I didn't realize Bunch it was Bunch of fucking that. drunk. <laughs> I didn't realize it was. Yeah. Well, we're going to. So this is going to come out after we've gone. So let's assume we had a great time. There's uh, a parade yeah. in Little Rock this Block Saturday. Pre-17th, of course. But block party, it's going to be freezing. But I'm going to be wearing my green. Patty's Pub shirt. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Do you ever um, watch that? But I have a, a big, I have a big green pea coat I'm wearing. I saved some of my green stuff from last year from Duke's. It's gonna be freezing. Saved it. Oh, please no. It's gonna be freezing. So, anyways, <sighs> what are you watching? What's good? What's good in the hood? You're not binging anything. You're not watching anything. I have not watched a show in. My printer has been broken Mm-mm. for two days, and it's it's having an exorcism. So. I've been so busy with everything going on. I haven't really watched TV by myself, but I do watch some shows with Samuel together when we have time. And I've been watching Righteous Gemstones, which is a comedy. It just ended, but it's freaking hilarious. And I love it. And what else have we watched together? Oh, Love is Blind. I need, I've been getting annoyed at people not watching it because they need to know my memes. I watched that 
bitch in three days. Same. Front to back. We went on vacation when the reunion aired, so I still haven't watched it yet because I haven't had time to see it. No excuses. And it's breaking my heart. You need to have it on, like, while you're doing stuff around your house. I I can't because Sam has to watch it with me. He has See, to watch this it. is why I can't ever Couple get shows are hard because, this like... Why I can't ever get married. Because yeah. I'll watch shit without you. Mm-hmm. I, I will not wait. Well, when the finale posted, I almost watched it without him. He doesn't listen to Patreon, so he won't ever know. I didn't. I'm sure I didn't. And then you've just been like, <gasps> And, of course, we're watching RuPaul's. We watch that together, too. Drag Race. That's about all I've had time to watch or my shows with him. Well, so a, I've not watched anything. Well, there's a new documentary on Netflix called Worst Roommate Ever. Haven't heard of it. It's They cover true crime stories of, like, psychos who live next door to you. Wait. Only, yeah. Yeah. Worst Roommate Ever, ever. on Netflix? It's on Netflix. There's only, like, there's one season, and I think there may be hmm. five or six episodes. It's pretty good. You'll probably know... I'll a probably few see of it. the episodes. There was there was one that I didn't I didn't know who they were talking about, but the rest of them I knew, and hmm. it's it's good. It's good. You should watch it. And then I just started the Anna Delvey shit. I am Anna or whatever. Oh, is that good? It really is. I didn't know about any of that until the stuff started being posted about it's it. It's really good. I started hmm. not to watch it because I watched all the documentaries and listened to all the podcasts about her. Right. But I'm I think I'm on the third episode of this. It's good. What if she and the Tinder swindler dated? They say that. I see that all the time. It's, <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's, it's just like, well, then no. They're not going to no, nah. No. She'd be like, oh, I'll send you some money. Don't worry. Yeah. That would be an f- interesting match. What else is going on? Oh, we went and had drinks tonight. It was a, a oh, little cutesy Golden Girls theme. It, um, it was. It was a ladies' night. A late, a ladies' night, eighties yes. themed, Golden Girls theme. If you saw us post pictures on Instagram of our little cocktails with our Golden Girls background, that's what that was about. That was fun. It was fun. I love a theme. I do too. You texted me like this afternoon, and I'm like, oh, okay. Immediately throw on blue eyeshadow and lacy. <laughs> we got there for real, real. Oh my God. We got there. I came straight from work. So I'm in work And clothes. everyone else did, too. Everyone else came from work, too, because it's happy hour. And Lacey's in a side pony. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> Blue it was Aerosmith. He ripped shirt. He's like, well, yeah, hit this right on the head. <laughs> like, they post about a theme, oh, and not even the waitresses yes, are dressed up. So I'm like, funny. what? Lacey looks like she just came from oh like, like she she looks like she lost a dare. Right, pink, hot pink lipstick on. I'm like, what? Why is no one in here? Some people were showing up as we left, as yeah. it was getting later. But still, I'm like, what is happening? Oh, some girls were sitting next to us, and I didn't even realize it at the time that they were wearing wigs. They were well, dressed was just some old ladies. <laughs> so there were like three girl or women next to us, all look like old ladies. Well, it turns out they were dressed up as you know golden girls. They're young, I don't know, twenties or thirties. <laughs> Wearing white wigs. It was pretty funny. They were pretty funny. That was a good idea. I should have taken my Andy Cohen wig and and brought a cardigan, but that wig is itchy. Anyway, what should we do next month for our patron episode? April. It'll be April. Um, let's do spring break. Spring break. Okay. Spring break That's is, is the is the end of this month. 
Yeah. Well, it's kind of a bit of both. It's March, yeah. mid-March to mid-April. Let's do a spring break episode. Okay. We'll see what I, we can find. If you know of any crazy spring break murders. Spring breakers, yeah. There's one I remember. Is oh. it from South Carolina? Where it's, Yeah. Oh, that one's insane. The unsolved case. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. I can't remember the name. I'm but terrible you, at names. <laughs> who knew? Who knew? I did after I played <laughs> freaking trivia with you. And I was like, Lacey, get your, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> I was surprised that some I got right. I was like, I don't know where the answers even came from in the back of my, I don't know. Well, but it was, it was, it was all a good time. names. Everything was names. Everything was names. It was a good time. We will definitely be back. You guys should join us next time. Mm-hmm. But till then, we'll be back in April with spring break stories and updates. And maybe Lacey will get her life together and watch some true crime things. (laughs) Send me your recs when I have time again. Yes. All right. All right. Bye. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day.